Well, or you want to kind of walk information would the morgue give us? I'm not sure. Other than that, it was another open point that was blatantly given to us. <laughs> uh, sometimes I use a hammer. Sometimes I use a chisel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Will brought that up. I did. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's why I was asking. I thought it was you the whole time. I was like, why are you so stuck on this morgue thing? <laughs> <laughs> Baron, you yeah, ready to go? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have zero desire to, to collect any money or or accoutrement, so you're going to have to <laughs> yeah. do it sneakily behind my back. I see that as a bribe. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys leave, and you can see like your umbrella like sometimes starts going a little bit faster, but it you it's staying about the same, right? Like you're you guys might be playing with it now and then. Every time you take your hand off the trigger, it just stops. Um, but eventually you make your way back over to the North Ward station. And this one's like where all the buildings around here are either some sort of mud or um, wood. This one's clearly made of stone. And it looks almost like it was made part of the wall material. Um, so you guys go in and it's full of city guards, as you suspect. Um, one of them being behind a table. So you, you walk in, there's like doors on the, both the sides of the back wall. So it's like table in the middle, door, door on each side. Um, and there's a, a guard or sitting in the in the chair in behind the counter. is just like, hi, Baron, can I help you? Yeah. Uh, can I uh, get a look at those bodies again? Yeah. He's like, of course. It just like points to the door, kind of like, well, you know, like, of course, you know where it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to head back. And I'm like on the way, I'm going to grab like a stale donut, like sitting on the counter yeah. and just start munching away. Like this is the, this is the guard does have like a clipboard of sorts and like bangs it. And he's like visitors and uh, expects you guys to sign in. Okay. Okay. I sign in. Yeah. I take up like five lines with my signature. Dang <laughs> <laughs> <Dang> turtle hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as you guys go down, um, it's much colder, right? Because you're going like down into the basement. It's like multiple levels down into like kind of this cool chamber area. And what you see are like city guards, but also one cleric who's like over one of the dead bodies and speaking to it. And like they're trying to figure out what they saw. So like this cleric is using their abilities to like speak to the dead. Oh. Ooh, spooky. Yeah. And what you guys see down there are the 11 bodies. There's... um just for a few of them, I remember there was four halflings, like that family of performers. There's um, the the gnome who, uh, Dan, you pickpocketed the dead body. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's the two Zents. And then I think there was like an alpha human, you know, nondescript victims also. Mm. I need a second. I didn't realize there were cats in here. It's going to be distracting. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. Does anyone else need like a water or bathroom break? I will be right back. Yeah, I'm gonna get a water. Sounds good. All right, where were we? And yeah. you were listing off the different races of the people who died. Yeah, and like the again, like the important ones are obviously the gnome that Dan stole from, who was, if you guys don't remember, was like belaboring the point there, Will. Uh, that he Dan interacted died. with, <laughs> um, but he was the one. He was like on your door. Right. They, this was the gnome that people thought were trying to get to you. This is why the guards originally came and questioned you, you guys. It was like, it was, the gnome was clearly making its way to your manor. 
Then there's the two Zents, who you know are just bad dudes. Um, I can't imagine the four halflings would have much information, but you could talk to them if you want. Um, it would probably just get sad. Because uh, <laughs> it's a family of performers that just got bombed. Um, and then there <laughs> there was the um, elf, a human, and a couple other just like randos that got almost no information in the book. Can I like look over the Zents? Mm-hmm and take my time to see if anything stands out yeah and you definitely you wouldn't be allowed to touch them right um but just like looking over them uh you can see that they both have the zen's tattoo the snake with wings um both were wearing very similar to the kenku's kind of like leather armor um both have items kind of at the end of their slab so they were both armed um both had satchels of some sort um it doesn't look like anything specific other than they're probably like hired swords to do a job. Mm. It w- I would also say just like one little thing that you would know is that you guys experience Zents in the dock wards, um, mm. but you've never seen them have like a presence in the north ward. Right. So it'd be unusual for two, potentially three Zents to have been up here. Mm. And oh, so there was three though, right? Yeah. Cause the one got away. Mm-hmm. Did you want to talk to them? Especially the gnome. Talk to them? Yeah. We can talk to them. The dead people? Mm-hmm. That's what ah. this other cleric is here for. There was a cleric in the room speaking to the dead using cleric magic. Yeah, I didn't know that they were like offering to talk to them for us. You guys haven't talked to them at all yet? They're just there working? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you can go ask them. Okay, I don't know this gnome person. <laughs> oh. You might. Um, no, I don't think you know it's their name or anything. But you do know the gnome. You, you guys have seen it. You get, you've been questioned about it. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. And what was um, the clerics then? There's like a couple guards down there and a cleric who's just like performing ma- the magic. Yeah, I guess. Well, like, it, would we be interrupting them if we like... Went over to try to talk to him. I guess I could say you could wait, right? Like the spell, what you've seen down here is like the spell lasts about 10 minutes. Um, okay. And it's it's like a quiet murmur, right? It's not like them speaking at full volume. They're not fully alive. Yeah. Um, But you could wait until like the spell wears off on one and the body goes lifeless again. Okay. Do that. Okay. And then go up and ask him, I guess, if he has he talked to either our gnome friend or the Zents at all yet? Um, and he's like, no, I, I've been making my way down. And you can see, like, he's probably halfway down, and those guys were left at the end. Uh, any interest in skipping these and talking to this uh, gnome and the Zents first? Yeah, he looks at you, and just being like everyone else, he's like, maybe if there's some gold involved. Mm. Like, ah... Do I hear that? <laughs> Watch you roll uh, insight. <laughs> oh, please let me hear this. <laughs> I agree. That's a 20. Yeah. That's cool. You always... <laughs> yeah, you hear him. Okay. I pull out my uh, my dwarven thrower and I like put it up under the cleric's chin. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, and I, I'm going to be, I'm just going to like look at him and I'm going to be like, you know what you did. Yeah, and then he's like, fine, 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 fine. And he like starts scurrying down the table a little bit. <laughs> and like a little like beads of sweat, right? He's a frail man. Um, and he's like, who do you want to talk to? 
Let's start with the Zents. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I can only do one at a time. So he just walks over and you see him start casting the magic. And you watch as like um like the 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 body takes like a, a shallow breath and then opens his eyes. And you just hear like, Where am I? <laughs> Isn't the cleric talking to him? No, the cleric brought him to life, but you guys are the ones who wanted to to talk. Um, How many uh we get five questions? It's like ten minutes. So okay. Maybe five. We could do it. We could do five. It's a good rule. Uh, gig, uh, officer, you wanna wanna start us off here? Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> you guys seem like you have uh, a very specific goal in mind by speaking with these particular people. Why don't you start me off, start us off? The, Got it. Yeah. So who's gonna who's starting it? I'll I'll ask. I say um. D- <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll be like, uh, so you're dead, obviously. Um, <laughs> Is it what? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, do, you, do you have any reason to think why a construct uh, would be ah, casting a fireball at you? He's like, no, I have, I have no idea where that came from. I mean, it came from the roof from the construct that cast a fire. Okay, never mind. Yeah, and you just see him like his <laughs> eyes like starting to glaze over. He's like, I don't, I don't know. What were you doing in Troll School Alley? Um, and he, he describes that like they were, he, they, both of them were hired for a job, uh, and it was specifically to help catch uh, Dalakar, the gnome. Did they tell you why? Uh, yeah, and they said just like they had, he had an artifact, um, and according to Ursul Floxen, uh who's like their boss, uh, it, would, it would make us rich as kings. Ah, and... and, um, and Can I search the, the gnomish body while he's listening? What's that? Can I search the gnomish body while he's listening? You wouldn't even have to. Uh, all the stuff is like on a table or on a oh, pile great, behind. Great. There's nothing great. of value left there. It's all just okay, like gotcha. scraps. For so no artifact. No artifact. Okay. Um, and, and, and just lighting the last question I have, maybe Agate or Sir Officer has one for you as well. Um, did uh, Who hired you? Yeah, it was Erstel Floxen. God bless you. <laughs> um, oh, but isn't that their normal boss you said, though? That's, yeah, that's like that's their boss. So it was more just a day's work. Yeah. Like, we were just supposed to go there, catch this gnome. Easy peasy. All right. And save us some time. Is your buddy pal going to know anything else? Is he like higher ranking than you, Zentwise? No. And he goes, Warren's dead too. And like creakily moves his neck to the left. He's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he slaps it back. And you don't even know how it's possible. Just a single tear comes out of his eye. And you're just like, and the cleric's like, I think we're over here. And just puts it back to death. <laughs> <laughs> he's like come on guys <laughs> I, turned the, I, I kind of without turning to, I turned to the gnome without looking at the cleric I'm like <laughs> yeah and the cleric goes over to the little gnome on the table and again smaller than either the dwarves right like these are tiny creatures and uh, the human cleric kind of just brings it back to life and it's the same thing like small breath and the eyes like slowly open Mm-hmm. Agate, you want to uh, you want to start this one off? Yeah, well, I'm actually a little confused here. So, like, you had a running in with this gnome person. Who did? You. 
No, no. nobody knows what happened with the gnome. No, nope. you stole from him. Except Ed. Oh no, you wouldn't know. Will was saying that, but you wouldn't know. No, you guys. That, oh. Everyone knew because you went and no, hit Ed it. Knew. Oh, Ed knew. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, and it was just it was just gems. Yeah, I stole some gems from. I feel like I remember that. Okay. Um. So he would recognize you, or like, welcome. No, no, he was no, dead. he was World. dead. I took it off his dead body before. <laughs> okay. Right. So, uh, pause. Yeah, uh, recap. Dead, Thank you. dead gnome. Dan went out there, searched his body, saw, found like jewels, took them, and then left. But there was no other artifact or anything on the gnome. And the gnome was deceased before they ever met either of you. Wow, I was hoping one of the gems was the artifact. <laughs> All right. So, I don't have the artifact. You definitely do not have the artifact. Shucks. Yeah. You're so not the, the implication kinks. here is that one of the two people that ran away has the artifact. I think, I I think it'd be safe so, to say. Yeah. <laughs> Or it got set on fire. Hopefully artifacts don't burn up. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it depends on what it is. It was a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, it's like the most <laughs> fragile artifact to ever exist. The cleric looks up at you and guys goes like, it's only 10 minutes, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so hello. You're, um, <laughs> oh, hello. This is your afterlife. <laughs> Are you enjoying it? <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> we heard that uh, you might have an artifact, have had an artifact on your person that was very valuable that led to your death. Um, uh, do you could you describe to us what it looked like and what it did? Yeah, and he looks at you and he goes, "Yeah, I had an artifact. It was the Stone of Galore, which you guys know oh. we talked about okay. in the past." Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm going back into my Google memory bank. Yeah, and he goes. I stole it from the Xanderthar Guild. I was like returning it. Um, Is that somebody's guild? No, right. The Xanderthar. That's one of the gangs. The That's guild, the Beholder yeah. Gang. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, Z sounding things. He also describes that he worked for uh, Rainier's dad. Okay. Rainier's the one who was supposed to have the stone but have lost it. I can tell you guys that because we talked about it. Um, yeah. What other questions do you have? Um, why were you coming to our place? That's a good question. That's a good one. Ooh. Yeah. So he explains that he had heard about a group of adventurers that saved Rainier. And he was trying to give this stone of galore to them to get out of the city because it's, it's being hunted. So he was looking for you guys to give you the Stone of Galore so you guys could remove it from the city to make it safe. Um, but then he also describes that um, the stone is the key to a dragon's horde within the city. And he was originally kidnapped because they thought he had it. And so now we've kind of located it. Or Rainier was kidnapped. Rainier was, right. Rainier was kidnapped because they thought he had the stone. Really, it was this gnome who had the stone who was going to bring it to you guys so you guys could get out of the city. But then was fireballed outside of your door. Yeah. Um, and so you had you had the fireball, or you had the stone mm-hmm. when you were fireballed. He's like, yeah. The last the thing last I know is I had it. <laughs> we're gonna try to find it. Is there something that Rainier's dad wanted us to do with it to keep it safe once we got it out of the city? No, I think he just wanted oh. you to get rid of it, like get it out of the way of the Xanathar or Zents. Who have been like fighting over destroying it? No, or... it's the key to treasure. He's like, he just yeah. wanted it safe. Okay. So, 
mission failed. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. He would have like, yeah. and he says like, he's like, he would have, I would have come back for it eventually. Like you okay. were just going to keep it safe. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, if we have a certain idea of, uh, you know, some more information about what we're looking for, I guess we're going to go look for that construct. Then. Yeah. And goes, that sounds like a good. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... A good what? <laughs> Bring him back. <laughs> and the cleric's just like, I'm out of spells. <laughs> go take a rest. <laughs> go, go, go take a long rest. Go take a long rest. Minimum of eight hours. Yeah, I don't know how many times this man has cast speak with the dead, but too many. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right. Happen to be any kind of uh, what do you call it? Where you have an investigation, you put all the specimens in a locker. I want to go there. Yeah, yeah. Evidence. Like an evidence locker. <laughs> evidence locker. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Will said there was like a. They were like all on a table. So they all have their items, like at the ends of each of the slabs. Right. Gotcha. Oh, there is a sort of evidence room, but even uh, Baron window, like he's not gonna be able to get you in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's the evidence? A fireball? No, it's the the stone. Oh, you think that the because he had it on him. I had a what well, gave a quick look at the gnome. Uh, post fire pre police um when i was trying to see if he was alive or needed resuscitation um and there was not i did not see this stone on him good good that we have that piece of information yeah you're welcome i <laughs> you actually did didn't, you know, solid. I didn't know didn't know that it would come back full circle <laughs> <laughs> so yeah things that you guys now know um the zents were trying to get the stone of galore from the gnome the gnome was trying to give it to you guys to get it out of the city the gnome and all of them died the stone's missing there was something that fireballed it potentially that cl- uh, the construct i think we all agree on that right now mm-hmm. um and then there was another zent who left half burned from the scene do we have any um idea of how the zents knew that he had the stone um i don't know if you if you would have any hard data or facts on that what you do know and you've you've known this just from your experiences in Waterdeep at this point was that the xanathar and zents have been after the stone for what has to be years um and it has actually gone between those two multiple times like they keep stealing it from each other because they don't know where the, the 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 horde is yet but they know they need this key to find it. Um, and then Lord, I can't remember what Rainier's last name was. Um, nev- never remember, never remember, um, whatever. He had it and he, he was trying to get get rid of it. Like it's his originally. Okay, okay. Then, yeah, I guess okay. we, we, I mean, we, we searched pretty much east and the thing hasn't gone crazy. So the other you have to go north or south. Yeah, and the way this would kind of work um, it's kind of like when Zach had to find that horse that spoke, mm-hmm. except now you have a tool that will actually help you kind of guide you through the city a little bit more, right? It's always going to be pointing. It's always going to get a little bit faster. So you, even on foot or if you guys get on a car or something, like it's going to be slow going, but at least you have something that's going to guide you to where it is. Yeah. Well, there's nothing. I mean, I guess he doesn't have to be anywhere particular, so it's not like you need to go to any very fraction. Was that? Like, 
I was gonna say we don't have to go check north because it's just like regular houses and stuff. But I guess that doesn't really matter because it's not like he's trying to go to a location he's trying to hide. Yeah. Mm. All right. Which way do you guys want to go? It sounds like we need to go hunt down some Zents, right? So, well, you have, you, you, yeah, so there's the construct that you guys have a tool to go find. You do know that the one Zent most likely is the one who, who's left with the stone, right? Like, I think everyone's kind of there at this point. Um, But I don't know if you would have any ideas where to go specifically for the Zents. Um, You do know a couple names, right? Uh, The Zents were working for, where'd that name go? It was Erstel. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember where it went. Erstel Floxen. Um, so you guys maybe could figure out where that that person is. Um, so you're either looking for Erstel Floxen, I would assume, or the the construct. Sure. Okay. Mm. And the thing I feel like I should know by now that I am not putting together is who the construct. We don't know who the construct was working for. We just know the construct went rogue. Exactly. It was made by Nim. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. Plus, you know, and I kind of like turn to Agate, try to say it quietly, and I'm like, you know, 500 gold. Yeah. <laughs> take this guy out. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get our house fixed. Yes. One way or another, I'm trying, working on it. Um, I guess we go that direction then. Let's get them. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, we should go find that construct. Setting fireballs to stuff and whatnot. Yeah, we gotta protect the city. Wink. That's right. That's right. Yes. For justice. <laughs> <laughs> so, which ward do you guys want to kind of start in? I think. I mean, if we could, we could kind of. If we go northerly and the thing doesn't go any more wild, we can kind of eggs off most of that area yeah so you're you're kind of in the middle of the north north. yeah you're kind of in the middle of the northern ward right it was you guys went to the so i'd say um it is now probably dusk ish right it's probably been a good few hours of doing all this and you guys started right before lunch um so as it like starts getting darker you guys are moving your way slowly through the city the lights on the streets start getting lit by whatever those people are called that white lamp lighters that's it um <laughs> and the lamps start getting lit by whatever their you, name is <laughs> as you guys turn on the little uh what they call the nimble right detector um it does start spinning a little bit faster kind of in the north right ish area of um the north ward mm-hmm. and as you guys like start making your way making your way i need you guys to all roll initiative so we're also like yes. in the north, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like kind of headed towards the entrance between the north war- ward and the field ward. Okay. So, yeah. wait, where's Tower March? Yeah, it's You're exactly Niagara. streets north. Yeah. Stroll cool. So you guys cool. are in like the northeast port of North Ward, kind of waking your way up Tower Tower March, and all of a sudden it starts spinning just slightly faster than its base speed. All right. So as you guys are kind of walking around the streets. Um, you slowly start making a right towards Inmar Street, and it starts going a little bit faster. And then you take another right on, I don't know what street that name is, uh, Pony Way, I think. 
you start going down there and it starts spinning faster and faster. And about maybe a hundred feet in front of you, you see, um, what looks like a very skinny man kind of like hobbling down the street a little bit. And you can, you can tell like up ahead is the construct. Um, who's, or we could surprise attack. It's out of initiative order. No, we're going to say like everything right now is in initiative order. So like, oh, okay. You can do whatever you want. I feel like Baron is just going to like, like head straight for it. Like no, just shortest distance. Yeah. So you see Baron start kind of speed walking. What are you going to do? Yeah, I'm going to turtle run as best I can behind Baron. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dan? Um, I'm going to command it to halt. How far is command? 60 feet. Okay, you're not close enough. And then okay. I'm going to run. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, can I cast a spell too then as I'm running if we're kind of like doing our own thing? Um I've got a spell for spike growth that I can cast um, within a 150 foot okay. area. Um, so I want to cast it in front of the construct to um, slow him down so they can't keep running away from us. Okay. What's, um, what's that do? Yeah. So it's a 20 foot radius centered around, like I'll say right in front of him. And then so sprouts and hard spikes and thorns come out of the ground and it becomes difficult terrain for however long I decide it's a concentration spell. And so whenever the creature moves into it, it'll take 2d4 piercing damage for every 5 feet it travels. Cool. So you cast cast that and you see like the thorns start coming out of the ground right in front of it. And you watch as like the people all around him, right? Because it's still a, a fairly busy little street, right? People are like, ah, and you, like you're starting to get like tangled in this as well, taking the damage. And you watch the nimble, right? Like take a sword, cut off one, and then leap up into one of the buildings and start crawling up the building. Awesome. Um, did we? Do we still? We he's gone now, right? He's up on the. You, you could tell he's like on a building, right? Right. You, okay. So. You don't know how far or what direction he's headed, but he's probably on a building um, towards Inmar Street. Okay. If it helps at all. I messed up, guys. I'm sorry. Um, Bjorn, Vodmek, any ideas what you guys want to try to do now that's on a roof? I'm just going to yell, like, stop and see if that does anything, like, in the name of the city watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem to doesn't seem to make it. You see, like its last like kick off the wall, like as it scrolls up on top of the roof, and everyone around you is stopping. Right, everyone else is listening to you. Um, you see people like halting their horses, putting down their bags. Any ideas, Vodmek? I mean, I guess I would just keep following it like along the street, right? It's on a roof. Well, it's on the roof, but I'm in the street. Oh yeah, you I mean you could you could try to. Now that's on the roof, it'd be hard to see. Especially now that's like sort of dark out, but you have dark vision. I think you're the only one. You both the dwarves do. Dwarves should, yeah. Yeah, so you guys can kind of see it at, at the very least, like a little silhouette of it in dim light up top. But yeah, that are makes sense. Within, are we within like what what range are we within right now? I'd say now you're probably within sixty to eighty feet. I can see the creature, right? Yeah, I'd say at this point it's probably under like half cover, right? Like you can probably see the top half of it. <laughs> 
I'm gonna make I'm gonna cast ice knife, and so that's within a range of sixty feet. But first, I want to make sure like there's nobody. Yeah, he's on a roof. It's not like it's gonna hurt anybody around him because um this is gonna hurt people within five feet of him. Yeah, the most you're right. gonna start doing is damaging buildings, probably. Yeah, which. Psh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. No, five. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you watch as just like this knife goes into the darkness around. Um, but you don't hear it hitting anything, just kind of into the sky. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, so I am going to chuck my thrower at it, and that is a 15. 15 misses. So you watch as like an ice knife goes up, and you're like, I got it, and you throw up a, the hammer, yeah. and it goes uh, just missing the roof, right, and then comes back down to you. Um, you guys are kind of starting to turn onto Inmar Street a little bit, which is just east of Pony Way. Where where are we? We're on. You, you were on Pony Way. You're making your way now. Taking you took like a left turn onto Inmar Street, kind of in the middle there. Okay. More All crowded right. people. Can I... hmm. Okay, I'll just keep going. Now I'm gonna cast Guiding Bolt. Seventeen miss. Yeah, so you, you guys are all just like casting all the magic and the weapons you can. As it takes that left turn, you watch as in front of you, it gaps the street that you're on going down now towards the southeast. And it's on the buildings running along Inmar Street. Um, but it used all its action to make that jump. So then it goes back to Courtney as you guys are chasing along Inmar Street now with it. I'm in a wild shape. Ooh, into what? A giant wolf spider that's a, a big green guy. And he has like vines and flowers coming out of all of his legs. Like it's a foliage spider? Yeah. So you guys watch as this kind of vine creature spawns from Agate's shell, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll keep its shell as its like abdomen. <laughs> and then you're going to run up the building, I'm assuming? Yeah, I want to use this because I'll be much more nimble than I will my little turtle body. So I have an ability to spider climb Yeah. Um, difficult surfaces, including upside down on ceilings without needing to make an ability check. So I'm going to my plan is I'm just going to like take off after him. Yeah. So you guys see uh, Vodmek and Bjorn kind of running down in Marsh Street and then you guys watch as Agak just shifts into this kind of vine spider creature and jumps onto the building up top. So now there's like two silhouettes. There's um, the nimble right running being followed by the spider. Yeah. Uh, and I can't see it construct right now right yeah i'd say you still can right it's about the same as it's been you kind of see like the upper okay. half of its body all right uh yeah i'll just uh i'll just throw my hammer again right on maybe i'll actually hit and then maybe <laughs> i won't i did not hit it. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad enough that it hit the building or bad enough that's in the air <laughs> it's uh it's a nine so uh, we'll say that know. yeah no that's not like a crit fail or nothing um yeah, yeah, yeah so you see as like your hammers goes maybe in between agate and the nimble right and mm -hmm. kind of comes back to you uh vod yeah. you have a plan i'm gonna use my command now that you said he was closer yeah 60 feet yeah and tell him to halt okay what do i have to roll for that yeah to do a wisdom saving throw Nine? <laughs> no. All right, so you just see it as it stops. Uh, that goes to Courtney. Yeah, I'm going to try to... Res well, 
Would restraining even do anything? We're just uh, gonna attack it in case. It yeah, does. let's go, Cordelia. Yeah, so it doesn't like run away. <laughs> she had to go through her, her first her first option. Always, oh, I'm gonna make sure it doesn't <laughs> run away. Okay, fine. I'm just gonna kill it. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's like not gonna go anyway. Anywhere. I'm just, anyway. I'm just gonna do this. Okay. Um, I'm gonna bite him, and so that's <laughs> multiple steps. So, um, to hit, I get. A 19. Okay. And then... Okay, so then uh, he takes four piercing damage, and then also would have to make a constitution saving throw against additional poison damage. Can't be poisoned? Can't be poisoned. Okay. It's a machine. Well, then, there you go. But he does. He took the bite damage. Um, Dan, does that <laughs> knock it out of your command at taking damage? Oh, I hope not. I'll take my fangs back. Awesome. Um, so I am reading up on my hand axe, and apparently I uh, I can't let it get away from me. Like I'm, Baron is gonna run after his axe, like, <laughs> climb, do whatever he has to do. All right. Uh, so you're gonna spend your turn kind of climbing up that wall. Yeah, I have to get that axe. Cool. Can you give me an acrobatics check? Sure. I like how like Baron threw it, and I was like, "Dang it!" <laughs> that's, a, that's a nine. All right, we'll say, like, you get up there, but it, it's your whole turn of, like... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you're kind of, like, a beach whale on top, like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vod. All right, I'll move him, and I'm going to guiding bolt him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 24. Yeah, that definitely... That's definitely a hit. Actually, sorry, 26. Seven, if it seven. makes you feel better, it's still a hit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bad boy. What'd you get? Nineteen on your roll. Seventeen. Wow, that's a lot of pluses. What I get. Yeah, well, I got added, fourteen, yeah. and then I got my spell, whatever. And then, uh, oh, jeez, that is terrible. Uh, <laughs> did ten. That's all right. You, you did you did twelve before, so you're the one and doing most of the damage the right now. Next, yeah, you are. The next attack roll made against him has advantage. Nice. So Thanks to the mystical dim light glaring um, on the target. <laughs> so Courtney, that's actually going to be you making that next attack, because as he's running up, there's a building kind of across the street over Horn. There's like a big building. Mm-hmm. You watch as he leaps towards that. I'm gonna get him. Okay, okay so I'm kind of like. <laughs> Headed up the building was my. You're already my up the building. No, you're already yeah. yeah. I'm gonna grab him with my leg. Mm-hmm. Kind of like wad him off the building. Yeah, as he runs by you, you kind of just try to hit him with your leg. Yeah. Yeah. So give me advantage. What do I roll for to hit? Yeah, just or, do okay. your do your bite attack. But we're just gonna say it's a hit your foot. Okay. With advantage, I got my best roll is 11. So it's a miss. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you you guys watch, or I guess uh, probably only Courtney sees this. The nimble right runs up towards you, hits really close, and then turns left to pivot off. You go to hit it with one of your viney legs, miss. And what you guys watch is the nimble right in air crash through the window of the opposite building. Across Pony Way or across Saturday? Uh, Horn Street. Into that big boy? Mm-hmm. Good knock 
lightly on the front door. So currently, with advantage you missed. Yeah, eleven. <laughs> um, I got a nine and an eleven. What we'll say is we're gonna ex- we're gonna exit <laughs> we're gonna exit um, initiative. He's now in that building. None of you can see him. What do you guys want to okay. do? Set it on fire. <laughs> the <whole thing>. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, start. George Bear's just like, what is going? On? <laughs> um, how many entrances would the building have? This one has two entrances. All right, I'm gonna post up at one of the entrances. There's a bajillion windows. There's lots of windows. Out of. Uh, so Dan, which street do you want to be on right now? Uh, oh, I'll say, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm telling you. The there's an entrance on Pony Way. Okay. And then there's another entrance on Saradun Street. I'll run over to Saradun Street. I'm gonna chase after him through the window. I think I could get in there. How big's your spider? Yeah, it's it's a medium beast. Yeah, we'll see. You make the jump, and you're like on the wall now. And you, as you look in, you see it's like a residential home, right? And it's much nicer than where you guys are living because it's like a furnished, actual finished home. Um, and you can just see there's glass kind of spilt down the hallway, but you don't see the nimble right anymore. Beeren, what would you want to do now that you see Courtney kind of up on that wall? You see Vodmex posted outside one of the doors. <laughs> Gosh, I had an idea, but I don't want to shoot. Uh, agate. Um. Oh, <laughs> go for it! T- I've got many lives. <laughs> you're not a cat. You're a spider. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm too concerned with like getting this guy, so I'm gonna just like take a piece of rope and tie it to an arrow. Yeah, sure. And then try to shoot it through the window and hope it hits something. <laughs> I like I like that the city watches us shooting arrows into this home. Yeah. <laughs> go for it you're aiming for the second floor uh yeah the broken window i'm trying to shoot through yeah the window he just went through yeah so what do i what do i do just give me an attack roll if it's successful we'll say you made it <laughs> awesome what's the armor uh of the building oh let's say uh it's a, it's a pretty difficult shot in the dark let's say <laughs> it's uh, a 15 <laughs> oh lord here comes a nine <laughs> Natural 20. That's Let's a 27. Go. Yeah. Like your feast, your feast or fathom over here. <laughs> <laughs> so you watch as the arrow kind of pierces the ceiling of the the hallway. So, Courtney, you see it as it strikes through. And I think, the wall. I think that's where we're going to end our taste session is you guys posted outside of this home um, surrounding the nimble right. Um, Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Sorry that it that's was fun. more of a mystery but I appreciate all the, the character you added to it. That's mm-hmm. funny. No, it's fun. Yeah. Um, cool. So you can find me at Noble Folk Design. Uh, Courtney, where can we find you? On Instagram at Courtney M. Leach. Dan? Dan Truran. It's Daniel Truran on Instagram, but he doesn't really post. <laughs> Don't go <laughs> If you want to see yeah. Bill's stuff, go to his Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Adam, uh, stuff. where can we find your stuff? And then where can we find the stuff you do with your wife? And then where can we find the stuff you do for 3D DMing stuff or D&D stuff? Yeah. Uh, so my design account and personal account is at Adam Rourke Design. Pretty much only hang out on Instagram. Uh, the Rourke Coat, uh, R-O-A-R-K, uh, everywhere we use it. 
um, as is mine and my wife's stuff, and then specifically Lamppost Collective is the is the stuff I do for Dungeons and Dragons. Perfect. And again, like I said earlier, that will all be in the description, so you should definitely go and check that out. If you're driving, wait till you stop your car. Um, again, thank you so much, Adam, for joining us. It's always fun to have a guest and bring some different personalities into this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. We will see you guys all next week. Bye. That's an episode of Dungeons and Designers as we play Waterdeep Dragon Heist. This is a Masters of One Network podcast. We'll see you next week.